the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, from the rooftop of the Rockies, it's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn. Backbone Radio with Randy Corcoran in for good Dr. Matt Dunn. On assignment, doing fun family things. And I do expect Dr. Dunn will be back next Sunday. Awfully good to be here with you. I do Saturday nights from 5 to 8 p.m. Our phone number is 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. I was on a um, national election integrity call, a weekly call, Zoom meeting. Um, very, very important information that comes out there. And we had Dr. Robert Epstein as a speaker. And some of the things that he is doing to expose, from his perspective, how little impact you and I have on outcomes of elections. It all comes down to Google and how they lay things on people and what information that gets shared. And he says, never, ever, ever use Google as a search engine. Be very wary of Siri. Be very wary of Alexa. Sorry, Alexa, but you know the one I mean. Because they're not they're not information sources for you. They are monitoring you. They are gathering your information. And yeah, it can be used for positive things. The best route, you know, to get from here down to the to the hockey game or uh, something like that. Um, it's smart enough to. When my wife died, I started getting music. I wasn't seeking music, but I was getting music about lost love and stuff like that. I I didn't ask for that. It was just showing up in my. Like in my Apple Music or other places, they're, how they get that, maybe it's because of, you know, searching for cemeteries and, you know, what caskets should cost and all of that morbid, disgusting stuff that uh, you have to go through when you're in that situation. So during the break, while I was just, you know, sniffing around, seeing if there was any really breaking news that would be of interest to you on a on a chilly but better than the last couple days Sunday night, um, I did a Google search to see what they were saying about the Colorado uh, Trump off the ballot case. You know, the Supreme Court heard those arguments, gosh, four or five days ago now. It was just this week. And without getting into the meat of any, there's no decision that's been rendered. The Denver Post said that the justices were turning a skeptical ear and a skeptical eye toward the argument that somehow the state had the power to keep Trump off the ballot. Um, interesting because the trial court, the brand new judge who took this major case on, did rule that uh, the state did not have the authority to keep Trump off of the ballot. A whole different uh, set of circumstances, constitutional requirements, etc. But she made the determination that Trump had factually committed insurrection. So both sides have appealed. The Colorado State GOP and the Trump team appealed the finding that Trump committed insurrection. Nonsensical. Nonsensical. 
But the other side appealed the fact that she said they couldn't keep Trump off the ballot. So should be very, very interesting. But when I went ahead and put that into a Google search, the top, you know, how they prioritize your sources, how you um, get your priority news based on the way they, they feed it to you when you do a search. And their top resources for information on this was CNN, the Corrupt News Network, the New York Slimes, Colorado Newsline, which is a left-wing hack news aggregator and opinion place, the uh, the big three, ABC, CBS, NBC, AP News, Axios, PBS. You've got to go through, what is that, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, before you get to Politico, which is also left-leaning, but at least um, has a semblance of balance and both sides to it from time to time. And then the Denver Post finally pops up. Uh, but it's just amazing how much power that uh, what search engine you use and what utilities that you use to gather information and to try and save yourself time, the impact that that can have, of course, on your life, but also how they utilize that to impact elections. I um, actually made a note and I didn't follow up on it and maybe sometime in the new year I will because I've it, it would be a very important conversation to maybe get Dr. Robert Epstein on for half an hour or an hour on my Saturday show. He is absolutely and he's a lefty. He's amazing. He is politically a lefty, but he goes where the science takes him. And that seems pretty rare as we sort of figured out with our expose of Dr. Fauci in hour one here on Backbone Radio. I promised at the end of the break that I wouldn't talk anymore about the CCP, Communist, Char Con blah, 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 Communist Chinese Party, Wuhan virus, COVID-19. And as is often the case, I wound up lying to you because somebody sent me a piece of information that I just have to share. This came in on the 710 text to studio app. I will not identify this person. Don't want a job problem for him or her or anything else. But just listen to this, and then we will move on from, from the COVID-19 virus. Just I'm not, Since I'm talking about it, I will just reiterate, do your own homework. Don't let anybody tell you that you should be jabbing your children. Go outside of Google. Go outside of the traditional search engines. Contact me if you want to read what the people with courage, America's frontline doctors, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Robert Malone, all people who I've gotten to know, people who I've had on the show have to say about what's really happening out there. And they were doing it when you could get deplatformed on X or Twitter, when you could get shut off from Facebook or your bank accounts could be frozen if you were saying things about elections or about Chinese labs or about these so-called vaccinations back in the hot and heavy days of COVID. And you know I was right in the middle of that with the Bandemir Speedway and restaurants and the CD, what was it, CD, CNC Cafe. I was confusing with the CDC. CNC Cafe, the, the one business that Polis in a press conference called out foreclosure by his health department. Just incredible. 
But this text message came in, and, and these are important. Text-to-studio came in. Because I volunteer at a hospital, I developed a blood clot, a PE. I don't know if that's some kind of an embolism. Maybe the texter can clarify. I should have asked. Pneumonia, fluid between the lungs, and heart and pulmonary hypertension. I would never, ever, ever feel like somebody should give their child a shot. I think it's absolutely nuts. And I responded, do you mean all this happened after the jab or, or why? And here was the response from this texter. It was after the jab and my fellow coworkers, when I was working at X hospital, encouraged me to get the follow-up shot, which I did because by then I was on a blood thinner and figured the likelihood of another clot was minimal. Several doctors that got the shot and that I've known for many years encouraged me to get the booster, but understood when I said I wasn't going to. There's been too many stories of clots and other effects on young kids. And man, have you seen some of the pictures of the, of the clots, these long, just thick, twisted, terrifying-looking things that are being pulled out of dead bodies? Things that you've never seen before. Coroners are saying, I've never seen anything like this before. So the texter goes on. As I said, too many stories of clots and other effects on young, young kids. It's a shame that the media is scaring people to death. And regarding masks, we used surgical masks to protect the patient, not to keep from getting something ourselves. For example, if we thought we had a cold, we would put a mask on to protect the other person only. And N95 masks that are made for things like TB, tuberculosis, and fitted to the person can protect against COVID and protect the person themselves. Unfortunately, I have very little respect anymore for the CDC. Actual health worker living the results of having taken the jab. Ho, ho, ho. It is the Christmas season. Yeah, maybe in two weeks I'll get there. Stay with us more ahead. On your radio, smartphone, or smart speaker, News Talk 710, KNUS. It's the right song for me. When they did my arm surgery last Friday, they gave me fentanyl and all kinds of stuff. And then they gave me, oh, what's it called? Oxycontin. Oxycontin. Like straight opium, basically, it seems like. No acetaminophen, um, you know, no aspirin, no nothing else in there like a lighter version, a, a Vicodin or whatever the lesser versions are called. That was good for about two days, and then I really had to get back to business, so I just dealt with the arm. <laughs> but, man, oh, man. Great song from Blake Gallagher, Behind the Glass. All right, so let's see. Where were we? I, um, oh, yeah, had Trump actually wanted to do it. This is text to studio. Wanted to do an insurrection. He would have done it the way they say he did do it. He's too good at organizing stuff. It's the most ridiculous and outrageous stuff uh, this idea that 
this finding by a Colorado court that Trump indeed perpetrated an insurrection. The most poorly planned, most ridiculous looking, quote, insurrection in the history of government takeovers. You know, the guy in the Viking hat, the doors opening from the inside, the people walking between the ropes on the red carpet, looking around, police waving him this way, checking doors to see what's locked and unlocked. Very, We did a complete breakdown of, well, I shouldn't say complete. I mean, there's 40,000 hours of the tapes uh, from the video from January 6th, and so much more of it is out now. And, and you can simply and easily see that it is not as the radical left, as the J6 committee, as the former congresswoman from Wyoming, Liz Cheney, presented it all to be. So before we talk about the Republican debate and how dumb some Republicans seem to be behaving, let's just get a reminder of how dumb Democrats continue to be. I think this is one of the most dangerous moments that I've ever faced in American politics, and I wish Republicans weren't holding Israel aid and aid to Ukraine hostage to the resolution of immigration reform. Senator Chris Murray out of Murphy, sorry, Chris Murphy out of Connecticut on Meet the Depressed today. It's so short. Let's I think this is one of the most dangerous moments that I've ever faced in American politics, and I wish Republicans weren't holding Israel aid and aid to Ukraine hostage to the resolution of immigration reform. So the most dangerous moment that this idiot has ever experienced in politics is Republicans demanding from creepy, sleepy, touchy, feely, showers with daughter, putative President Joe Biden to tell us what he's going to do to secure the border before turning over yet more billions of dollars to Ukraine. That's the most dangerous moment in his political life. Not the fact that Chinese nationals lined up on our border in California, all all well, there's some older they you know could definitely still be military aged leadership, military aged men, fit, not looking you know chubby or starving or anything else, lined up on our southern border right now as we speak in California, getting ready to come through into the gaps. The reports of terrorists, known terrorists, slipping through the ones that we caught, the ones that we got away, the fentanyl crossing our border, the child trafficking coming across our border, the fact that the vast, vast majority of these illegal aliens, of these invaders of our southern border, young, healthy, battle-aged men, that's not what he's scared about. Our country in thirty, you know, 35, almost $35 trillion in debt, and just continuing to do now trillion, multiple trillion dollar deficits every single year. He's not scared about that. That's not a significant issue in his political career. China amassing a military that soon will outflank our own. Dominance of the seas. That's not terrifying to Senator Chris Dumbo Murphy from Connecticut on Meet the Depressed today. It's because Republicans are simply demanding an answer. 
when are you going to stop this invasion at our southern border, Mr. Putative President, before we hand over any more money? And Senator Chris Dumbo Murphy was not done. Republicans would argue, many of them, they're not calling to completely shut down the border. But as you say, to make it tougher to get through, if you look at the poll numbers, the latest Wall Street Journal poll shows a whopping 64 percent of people disapprove of President Biden's handling of the border. Does that add pressure on you, on Democrats, to get something done here? Well, listen, I'm not paying attention to the politics here. What I know is that the future of the world is at stake. If we fail, if Republicans don't get reasonable in the next 24 to 48 hours, um, Russia is going to march into Ukraine. China is going to be given a green light to invade Taiwan. The world for my children is fundamentally different under that scenario. The United States security is at risk. So I am just beside myself that Republicans are playing games with the security of the world. Connecticut Senator Senator Chris Dumbo Murphy. I'm not looking at the politics. It's all about politics for these people. They just want their spending. They just want their money. If Republicans don't give in to Joe Biden so he can keep our southern border open to invasion by military aged men, Chinese nationals, terrorists, child traffickers, drug pushers, fentanyl makers. If they don't give in and turn that money over 24 hours, Putin's going to march right through Ukraine. Give me a break. And there's breathless Kristen Welker on Meet the Depressed. Oh, does that add pressure? Oh, my goodness. I know these Republicans, they're just, you can just hear it in her voice. And if it's now, if it's a Republican taking a position, then her tone changes. And it's like, you know, how can you do this to our country? These people, we're seeing through them. More and more people are seeing through them. And I know the ratings are so low on Meet the Depressed. I, I understand. That's where the depressed people go to meet, I guess. But it is still 100% terrifying, terrifying to me. This border is the top security issue for this country right now. You know, chaos is going to unfurl in 2024. And the hope is that People who vote are going to be too afraid to let the, you know, they spent a whole week last week, the, the mantra, they all get together on these calls and they decide, here's what we need to say this time. And then it flows out from local news on up to the national media. Trump is a dictator. Trump will jail his political enemies. Not, you know, that Joe Biden is trying to do the same thing right now, anything like that. The Democrats are trying to jail their primary opponent for president in 2025. But Trump, that's what he's going to do because Trump has the guts, the honesty to tell people that, yeah, yeah, I see what's gone on now. It's all being exposed. Twitter is exposing it. Tucker Carlson is exposing it. And so when I get back in power, we're going to clean house. These three-letter agencies that have taken control, that have no transparency, they decide what Congress gets to hear, what the American people get to hear, without any oversight or supervision at all. Department of Justice needs its house 
cleaned. And the Democrats know that if Trump gets in office, it's what's coming. They know it. So Trump the dictator. The new variants on COVID-19 are coming. And it's the end of the world. It's the end of Ukraine if Republicans don't blink and give more money to Joe Biden, regardless of what he does with our southern border. I know we've got calls. Let's jump to them when we return. Stay with us. Backbone Radio, 710 KNUS. Listen to podcast of Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn at 710KNUS.com. I saw the city in the rain. Happy, happy. It is possible to feel happy. Regardless of circumstances, and I do encourage it, we are in so much more control of how we feel, how we look at our circumstances, how we address life, than sometimes we want to take responsibility for. And it is really important, especially this time of year when, you know, there's so... Many people who are down or sad or, you know, suicides, all the horrible stuff that happens. Man, oh man, reach out a helping hand. Keep yourself chipper. Create traditions for yourself, your family, your kids, and keep on plugging. That's all I can say. All right, uh, before we jump into the Republican debates and some interesting news from the RNC debate committee that uh, you may not have heard and may surprise you as well. Mike's been patiently waiting in Aurora. I brought up the border, and uh, that's what Mike wants to talk about. Welcome to Backbone Radio. Merry Christmas, sir. Merry Christmas, Randy. Yeah, uh, this whole border situation uh, framed with uh, uh, you don't get any border protection unless you pass this $100 billion on top of the other $100 billion for Ukraine and this measly little $10 billion for Israel. Well, I don't care about Ukraine. Uh, Putin is not Adolf Hitler. He would have ran over Ukraine just like Hitler ran over Poland from day one. So um, I am in favor of uh, aid for Israel, but unless you can uh, structure it in a way to force this administration to hire more border agents, Unless you can pass a law specifically for that and get it through uh, the Senate, I don't see anything happening there. What do you think? The problem is that, you know, when we have Republicans in charge of the House where the purse strings, uh, I mean, that is, let's just give the basic primer on government for people again. The House of Representatives, the reason that they're elected every two years, the reason that there's such a large number of them so that they represent each individual represents a smaller amount, smaller number of Americans, which is a massive number now with, you know, over 300 million in population. But still, the reason for all that is because they're supposed to be closer to the people. The Constitution gives them control of the purse strings. When Republicans are in control, they don't use that power. The Senate, on the other hand, many people don't understand this or don't remember it. Senators, United States senators were to be appointed by the Colorado state or the Colorado by the state legislators. 
They were supposed to be a representative of their individual states. The that has been taken away because senators are now elected by popular vote and they're all national elections. And it's it it has just really weakened one of the great original firewalls of the United States Constitution. But still, the House in control of the purse strings, you have to have the fortitude to finally say enough is enough. Because, this, you know, if the House is unwilling to bend on a spending bill, then the Senate has to decide. And if they're not willing to come along, then the people, the elected officials who are closer to the people in the House of Representatives have to stand firm. And I'm happy if they don't spend any more money until Joe Biden agrees to shut this border. Yeah, and you're right about uh, the Senate being represented by the citizens, representative, state representatives. I don't remember what amendment that was. 16th, I believe. All right. Uh, yeah, that was that was a brilliant inclusion. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I just, uh, you're right. I mean, the, the Republicans just don't want to exercise the power. I just think they're too scared. Um, there's just not enough backbone radio, so to speak, there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um so, uh, yeah, it's it's a mess. It's, it's just a quagmire. Uh, country's in right now. What was, it, what was the last comment? I said it's just a mess. The, the quagmire our country's in right now. It's the worst uh, in my lifetime. I've never seen anything like it. You know, the Great Depression was obviously horrible. Um, people suffered greatly. But that was an economic mess that was created by the federal government, by the Democrats that were in control at that time in in large part. But what we've got now is literally a danger to our survival as a nation, to our kids and our grandkids actually having a free country that they can, you know, be their best selves in with attacks everywhere. And and we're letting terrorists and drugs and child traffickers march right in through the southern border. And the media just acts like, you know, yeah, we've got to get this immigration thing under control. It was under control. It was under control and virtually almost sealed by the end of the four years of daily challenged Trump administration being pushed back at every turn by people in his own party, by the Democrats, by the media, of course. And yet. Immigration was illegal. Immigration was at its lowest and the wall was virtually secure. And you know what's going to happen? This is all a bunch of timing. I think Hunter Biden, the charges against Hunter Biden fit into this as well. As we're heading into the presidential election year, the Democrats realize, okay, we're going to have to turn off the spigot at the southern border. We're going to act like we have give a damn. We're going to have to act like we give a damn about the corruption within the Biden family and the Biden administration. And it's all about elections. We we had that idiot Chris Dumbo Murphy, U.S. senator from Connecticut, saying, I'm not looking at the politics. It's all about the politics and it's all about timing. And the media is going to just praise them when they finally ratchet down the border and look at these numbers are coming back and on and on and on. It's my God, man, it's it's a disaster out there. But another you, know, you just do you just let me just throw this in. You yeah. do a cursory uh, reading of 
history, you'll discover the Rome, ancient Roman Empire fell from when saying when they opened the gates and the Goths and the Vandals, Germanic tribes were allowed to flood in and uh, just uh, they voted and they took over basically. And uh, Rome overextended itself physically, financially, and like France, don't think that countries like us cannot go bankrupt. Hundred percent. I mean, we're on the verge of no longer being the the international standard for currency. The the what are we running? The loss of. I was just gonna say, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Okay, I was just gonna say, what are we running? A trillion dollar deficit? Did I hear every six months? Yeah, it's going to be up to around three trillion, I think, by the end of this year for this for this particular year. Yeah, it just can't go on. It, it compounds. You know, Ben Franklin said one. Great things compounding interest, but it works both ways, up and down. By the way, I wisely double-checked myself. 16th Amendment was taxation. Uh, 17th Amendment was the repeal or the direct election of senators. The Instead of the legislators doing it, they're now done by a popular vote. It's very clever by the left. Very, very clever. But, oh, ba- was, yeah. but back to the fate of America. You know, the one thing that keeps me hanging on is... Hey, that would make a good song, huh? Um, the, the one thing that keeps me hanging on is the U.S. Constitution still survives. The Supreme Court, that is the last sort of refuge for the Constitution, is more constitutionally focused, originalist focused than any time in the last five or six decades. And many American citizens are well armed and all those things together give me hope that we can survive this latest attack on Western civilization um, with help from God and good people organizing, paying attention, waking up. We got a shot to hang on to this thing, and I'm going into 2024 as just as optimistic as ever. You're more optimistic than I am. I think two numbers are against us, uh, unlimited illegal immigration and exploding unlimited debt. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we you know, we make our own currency and we are a massive, massive economy. Uh, but my God, it just even when Republicans have a crack at it there, the spending never ends. But the Constitution is still there. The Supreme Court is more solid than it's been in decades. And American citizens are not going to give up this land or this freedom without a fight. Yeah, it might it might get bloody. I've got what is the what is the comment uh, Jefferson made? Uh, occasionally, something you need to water the ground of freedom, the blood of patriots, or something. The tree of the tree of liberty. Yeah, there you go. Thank yeah. you. Okay, yeah. well, that's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say Merry Christmas to you. Ho ho, frickin' ho. <laughs> All right. Bye. (laughs) Tree of Liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. Not promoting bloodshed. Don't want to see it. Not letting this country go either. All right. Your favorite Republican debate when we return on Backbone Radio 710 KNUS.
Rock and rolling on Backbone Radio. Randy Corcoran in for the good Dr. Matt Dunn. Matt will be back next week. It's good to have you along. I The little reference that we got from Caller Mike to the Tree of Liberty letter from Thomas Jefferson to William Smith. And as I recall, he was far, far away. He was in Europe. Was he an ambassador? at the, the, I, I don't remember why he was away. But when you read the communications that uh, that these incredible human beings had with each other were absolutely just brilliant and incredible and so much foresight, so much understanding of history. And one of the other things that pops up in this letter, uh, he talks about, can history produce an instance of rebellion so honorably conducted, talking about 1776. I say nothing of its motives. They were founded in ignorance, not wickedness. God forbid we should ever be 20 years without such a rebellion. 20 years without such a rebellion. The people cannot be all and always well informed. The part which is wrong will be disconnected. Sorry. The part which is wrong will be discontented in proportion to the importance of the facts they miss conceive. If they remain quiet under such misconceptions, it is a lethargy, the forerunner of death to the public liberty. Mm -mm -mm. We've had 13 states independent 11 years. There has been one rebellion. That's the rebellion he was talking about. I think it was Massachusetts. But anyway, it's in that letter, this exchange. And just think to the hours that these men would spend writing with an ink quill pen and correcting and and the the flourishy you know penmanship that they used and then the weeks and weeks and months sometimes it would take for a letter to get across the sea and to its intended recipient and then the time for that person to respond just what signify a few lives lost in a century or two the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. It is its natural manure. Our convention has been too much impressed by the insurrection of Massachusetts. And anyway, on and on and on. It's uh, It's been many, many years since I've read the Federalist Papers and, and read some of the biographies that I read of the found, different founding fathers. And But when I get a reference like that and then go back and look at the actual letter... It's just incredible. Written in November 13 of 1787. 11 years into the founding of this country. 20 years without an insurrection. Blood of patriots and tyrants. Been a while. That is for sure. All right. Before we jump into Republican madness, a couple of more idiotic Democrats that you just have to hear. Because... These people are the people running the country right now. This, for instance, is the budget director for the creepy, sleepy, daughter-showering, putative president, Joe Biden administration. Her name is Shalonda Young. And, uh, yeah, this is about the best that we've got right now. What What did I do with that? Sorry, buddy. Here we go. The one thing I do take issue with is Americans want their national security taken care of. We agree with that. 
What happens if Putin marches through Ukraine? What's next? NATO countries. Right. Our sons and daughters are at risk of being a part of a larger conflict. And it's not just Putin. Other dictators watching what Congress is doing. Right. Uh, what, is, what signal does that send? So our national security is also influenced with not providing Ukraine. But and she didn't stop there. Congress is scrambling. Oh, yes, she did. All right. This is the message, the messaging that's going out on Meet the Depressed, Face the Nation. We heard from um, Kentucky, or Connecticut Senator Chris Dumbo Murphy a little while ago, same kind of messaging, that if these mean and nasty Republicans don't allow Joe Biden to send more billions to Ukraine and then a percentage, a small percentage of the same amount of money to Israel, our greatest ally, who just survived their own 9-1-1, their own 9-11, and are simply doing the right thing, working to eradicate Hamas once and for all, flooding the tunnels, having to overcome all of the pushback from the Biden administration, etc. But the mantra that's to be out there now with, uh, and you'll hear it on CNN and just everybody else is that Republicans have to send hundreds of billions to Ukraine, 10 billion or so to Israel without requiring anything of the putative commander in chief with regard to our own southern border. And just listen to how dismissive she is about it. The one thing I do take issue with is Americans want their national security taken care of. We agree with that. What Gee, happened? we agree with that. Yeah, Americans want their own national security taken care of. Well, gosh, we agree with that. Now give us $100 billion for Ukraine, $10 billion for Israel. We'll reluctantly send that to them. And nothing for the southern border. No restrictions about that money being utilized at our southern border. It's a mockery. It's an absolute mockery. And Anthony Blinken was no better with Jake Tapper. Congress is scrambling to reach a, a deal to pass foreign aid for Ukraine and Israel. Republicans are insisting uh, on more border funding and new asylum restrictions that that be added to the, to the bill. What would it mean for Ukraine and Israel if Congress does not pass any additional support by the end of the year? And why not agree to tougher border protections, which is an issue of national security as well? Well, Jake, the, the border piece, as you know, is out of my uh, is out of my purview. But I can say this. I know on, on day one uh, of this administration, or at least day, day two, the president put before Congress, I think, the first bill uh, on uh, immigration reform. Unfortunately, Congress hasn't acted on that. God, I, I don't remember the particulars of that bill. I remember when it came out how ridiculous it was. It wasn't about strengthening border security. It wasn't about empowering border agents. It wasn't about stopping the influx. The laws are in place to stop what's happening now. It did not happen during the Trump administration. It was encouraged and invited by the Biden administration. And people have flocked by the millions just released into our country. Just just pop right in, pop right over. Remember New York Mayor Eric Adams, another Dumbo Democrat? Remember what he had to say? Come on, we're a sanctuary city. We welcome you here in New York. Now what's he sounding like? We are at an untenable situation right now, and it is painful for us 
Uh, it is painful for the city. And I think that you see it being reflected in the polls. It is because our federal government actions have taken a toll on the people of this city. Uh, we're going to continue to do our job um, in this administration, uh, but it's, these are extremely challenging times. And as I left uh, Washington, D.C., I did not leave with optimism. I left with the cold reality uh, that uh, help is not on the way in the immediate uh, future. It is going to be at this moment, it's going to be up to New Yorkers and this administration to continue to navigate this this challenge. That this we're idiot, these idiot Democrats that people are electing to run their cities who invited all of the illegals to come to New York. We are a sanctuary city. Now he says help is not on the way and he blames the federal government. Good God. All right, I'm going to get it in this time. I forget every single segment. The great American Eric the burrito maker was here. He made Blake happy. He made me happy. Merry Christmas to you, brother. We are very excited. Love you. Love them. And thanks for coming by. All right. Final hour of the show. Stay with us. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.